sexism in the gaming industry is any prejudiced behavior or discrimination of another based off their sex or gender. And unfortunately, it's seen very frequently online, in games, and on social media. The demographics of video game players are constantly changing, and along with it, there's a growing number of different sexes and genders in the world. The industry has to meet this ever-adapting influx of players. In my second podcast, I will speak about what sexism is, what it looks like in the gaming industry, discuss what led to the Gamergate controversy, and define where and why the industry must progress in order to prosper. Thanks for joining. So what does sexism in the gaming industry look like? It occurs at various levels in the workforce, in the content and context of the games, and in the gaming community itself. It certainly appears that women are excluded from certain parts of gaming culture, or at least it's made very hard for them to participate. The interaction in online games is sometimes a bigger issue than the content of the games itself. Often females in games are played as damsels in distress, seen in skimpy clothing with enlarged assets, and not as often used as lead characters. Though these things are changing, this is what sexism has looked like in the past. Originally, games were started by men and male figures, and they were the prominent figures. This is why sexism is seen a lot in the context of most games. But as females join the party, these themes of sexism have finally been brought to light. So looking at the Gamergate controversy and what it brought to light, um, so the controversy was it stemmed from a harassment campaign conducted through the hashtag Gamergate. Um, The controversy centered on issues of sexism and progressivism in the video game culture. Uh, So what happened, there was a video game developer, Zoe Quinn, and another one, Anita Sarkeesian. Uh, These two women were kind of the forefront of the movement. Um, Zoe spoke out against her ex-boyfriend, who wrote a blog post about her that brought her a lot of hate and threats from men and maybe even women online. Um, Quinn suffered from threats following his blog post. He posted a lengthy blog detailing the relationship he had with her. And based on the contents of his post, it appeared he was falsely accusing Quinn of receiving positive coverage from from a journalist with whom they were in a relationship. Um, And it, it was these accusations against Quinn that really sparked the Gamergate controversy. Quinn suffered a long period of harassment, including doxing, rape threats, and death threats. Harassment associated with Gamergate resulted in a huge recognition of sexism in the gaming industry. And the other woman, Anita Sarkeesian, also a video game developer and a vlog um, journalist, she campaigned against gaming sexism after being targeted online as well. The harassments that she was enduring, they pushed her to launch the Tropes vs. Women in Video Game series, highlighting the different kinds of images that women are often seen in games and where the sexism still remains prevalent in these certain images. 
She received a whopping $200,000 from supporters for the cause to end sexism. This brought Anita extensive media coverage and placing her at the center of discussion about misogyny and video game culture. Gamergate became a huge gateway to discussion about sexism as trolls online have attacked women for far too long. So today I've got an avid gamer friend, Austin Reese, joining me to discuss his input on sexism and what he sees while gaming. So Austin, tell me what sexism in games looks like to you and what sticks out to you the most. To me, those topics you hit on earlier, such as the damsel in distress trope, um, really not having female lead characters in games. Mm -hmm. These are all issues that are being kind of solved here in the West with more AAA titles like Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us 2, where they're showing, you know, truly empowered females in games. Right. But as far as, like, the Asian market goes, you still have so many of these older-style games. I mean, I've only seen maybe one Princess Peach from the Mario series mm -hmm. video game with her as the lead character and her not being, you know, taken away by Bowser at the beginning <laughs> of the game, like, every single time. Like, that's been the storyline for the past 30-ish years. Yeah. And so, to me, we're making progress, but in some areas, they're not. Right. And you were telling me about, like, the commentary you see online that's really sexist? Yeah, as far as any online competitive game goes, if a female jumps into a lobby and starts to talk or chat, even to this day, you get creeps. Oh, what's your number? Let me message you. Where do you live? You know, just really cringy stuff when you hear it. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to try and, you know, have a hobby that I love. And every time I try and talk on a microphone in a gaming lobby, it's just constant dudes creeping on right. me. And you see this often. Like, yeah. It's a kind of a daily thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying earlier, kind of when you're behind a screen, you can kind of do anything. And that's kind of where the harassment and sexism intermix. Yeah. When you have an audience plus anonymity... It creates a toxic, even if you're not a toxic person by nature, when you have no consequences to what you say or do, it creates a very uh, systemic problem. Right. Kind of like you can do anything and say anything and get away with it. Yeah, you have no repercussions. Essentially. Yeah, so it's still very prominent in games. And I think online games, you said, were probably worse yeah, I mean, as far as, like, the interaction side of it goes, I mean, I feel like that's the one area that hasn't improved at all, and that's more of a player mentality or player base type of thing, whereas that can't be fixed by developers themselves. Right, and would you agree that there seems to be more female players? Yeah, definitely from when I was in middle school around 10 years ago. I mean, that was, like, maybe one in every... 30 games and now it's like practically every other game has a, a female player in it right and how do you feel about that i mean I have, I have no problem with it doesn't change anything right nope as long as you're good and you're on my team <laughs> let's win um the last of us 2 was a game you touched on 
And you said to me that I had one of the first trans... Openly trans characters. Which I thought was really interesting. In a major AAA game. Um, it's a little girl who has no idea even what being trans means. It's in this post-apocalyptic setting where, I mean, she isn't even taught what being trans is. Right. And so she wants to be a boy but doesn't know how to express that other than changing her appearance and name. Which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, it was the first time that I saw it handled really well, and also, like I said, in a major AAA game. Right, and how does gender influence the game? Gender influences it greatly because, I mean, you play, both of the protagonists you play as are female, and... Which is huge. Yeah, very empowering because... It's a they big game. Yeah, they never have to be rescued, really. And if mm -hmm. they are rescued, it's by another female, not a man coming in. Right, so we're going in the right direction that women are included. Not just included, but... And push, trans. Trans people as well. Not just included, but pu pushed to the front and center. Like, you really connect and feel with these characters. Right. Awesome. Um, lastly, I just want to ask you, how do you think the industry needs to change in order to prosper in the future and to avoid sexism? I feel like having women developers especially are really, really needed. I was talking to you earlier about Amy Hennig, mm -hmm. and she was the creative director and writer on all three of the first Uncharted games, which brings a really nice balanced perspective as far as even if the main character isn't female, it gives life and like more roundedness to the female characters that are in the game. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where the workforce aspect comes in where they're seeing there were a lot of male figures in the workforce and now females are kind of yeah especially, showing what they can do especially early on like it was all dominated by male developers mm -hmm. i mean from front to bottom like as far as like even music composition it was all guys yeah so it's going in the right direction yes thank you you're welcome Thanks for joining today. I hope that you learned a little bit more about what sexism looks like in the game industry. Um, the Gamergate controversy, the, the hashtag is still rolling. Um, the conversation about sexism in video games and online has finally been opened up by this movement. And in order to prosper in the future, the video game industry has to be working towards more of a united front. Um, so keeping those in mind, uh, talk about it, speak up and speak your truth. Thanks.